Hi, it's Tippy Thompson. Today on Two Brain Radio, we talk to Brandon Evans of Heart and Hustle Fitness about why he, along with his partner, Ashley Wilton, were named Two Brain's future stars. Uh, he'll share the secrets to their success so that you can get your gym moving up fast. First, here's Two Brain founder Chris Cooper with a word about this special award. The Future Star Award is us identifying the person who has put Two Brain principles best into practice and they're on a rapid upward trajectory. A lot of the times this award denotes humility, beginner's mindset, people who work really, really hard at the right things. But for me, it also tells a story of focus. It's not getting distracted by all the options or all the ideas or all the things that you could do, but instead following the proven path, working with the mentor, not getting distracted by shiny objects on the side of the road, growing really, really fast. All of those things that you hear about the best entrepreneurs are always present in the Future Star Award from Two Brain Business, and this year is no different. In the past, some of the Future Star Awards have gone on to build massive companies, to open second and third locations, even in their second and third year. They've really proven the concepts to work, and we're really proud to highlight their fast growth. We can't wait to watch them in the future. Hey guys, it's Chris Cooper. Your members are buying supplements somewhere, so they should buy them from the person who cares about them the most, you. And you should work with my friends at Driven Nutrition. Jason Rule and the Driven team put customers first every time. They've got a ton of products with high margins, and they'll even train you so your retail program adds revenue to your business. Kirk Hendrickson from Iron Jungle CrossFit says, Driven Nutrition has some of the best support I have seen from any company we've partnered with. To make more money with supplements and retail sales, visit drivennutrition.net. Now back to the show. Brandon, welcome. Congratulations on receiving this award. How did it feel to hear Chris Cooper read off your names as recipients of this award? Thanks, Tiffy. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, we heard that we got nominated for it. Uh, not that you don't think you're going to win, but you don't think you're going to win all these things uh, when they when they come around, right? Um, so yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty special. It's hard. Um, we don't often look back to see kind of like the path that we've come down. So it was. It was really nice to feel and to to feel that we were recognized for all the hard work that we've been doing. That's awesome. What do you think is the secret to your success now? What do I think is the secret to our success? I don't know. I think we've uh we've had we've had a lot of help along the way and uh I I think that we were willing to ask for help when we needed it. Um we don't know all the answers. Uh we never have. Um I'm sure I'm not alone in gym ownership to say that um I just got into it because I loved what I, what I was doing and I wanted to help a lot of people. And, um, I didn't know that much about business when I got into it. And so every day we come across all of these unknowns, um, and we don't know how to, to tackle them. Jeff Larsh, our mentor has been huge. Um, he's been a huge part of our success. And I I think just keeping focused on the goal, like, uh, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Uh, we're not in this, uh, to be successful in a year from now. We're in this, uh, we're here to establish like a 40 year business. We want this thing to be, uh, last the rest of our lives. Uh, and if our kids want to get into it, then it can be generational. So trying to, if I, I keep looking like into the future, way down the road and be like, okay, if we're going through a hard time, it's just a bump in the road. So let's just stick, stick to the plan. Um, try not to get distracted and just stick to what we're doing right now. 
um, because there's always like when you lay out your plan, even for the year, there's like this wealth of things that need to get done and it's extremely overwhelming. Um, so by just like picking one thing at a time and trying to stick to that one thing, get that working, get it automated, and then we can move on to the next, to the next thing. Um, maybe you can walk me back to like, before you started working with two brain, like, like about a year, a year and a half ago, what was, what situation was your, was your gym in and what, like, what sorts of challenges were you facing at that time? Yeah. So we, we opened our gym and I think it was about eight months after we opened that we, we signed on with two brain. So I listened to Chris for probably uh, about a year prior to even opening our gym on his podcasts, um, trying to get some information and, you know, like, oh, I can do this all on my own. It'll be you know, no big deal. Yeah. And then we were, before we signed on with two brain, like every month it was costing us like, I don't know, $5,000 a month, 7,000 here, 3,000 there, 4,000 there. Um, we'd recruited members and, and things were slowly working, but it was like, it was costing us a lot of money and we weren't like, we weren't out of the rabbit hole and we thought we'd be there a lot faster. Um, and I just knew we needed to change. I knew something, we needed something different. We've been doing the same thing for the last eight months, um, with little growth. We had this initial spike right off the bat as soon as we opened and then things kind of like they they planed out and Mm -hmm. we didn't know what to do. We didn't know. I don't know anything about, you know, we didn't know anything about marketing. How do we market? How do we get our voice out to people? What should we be doing right now? What works in the industry? We just wanted to open a gym that people were going to love, right? (laughs) Um, But we didn't know how to run a business. So I was reading lots of books. And honestly, Tiff, I think the big thing was like, I had read all these books, but I wasn't putting things into action. And partly because I didn't maybe have the confidence or I didn't know how to do it. Um, And we saw that when we opened our books on the financial side of things to be like, wow, this is like costing us a lot of money on a monthly basis, like, how are we going to keep this thing afloat? We didn't know how we can do it. Um, and I knew two brain exists. I'd, I'd listened to, to, to Chris's podcast extensively. I knew before I called that I was going to sign on that day. I don't know if my wife knew or not, but I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so we made the phone call and, uh, yeah, we're pretty happy that we did. So what did your mentor have you focus on that really kind of brought you out of that rabbit hole? I don't know if I can put a finger specifically on it. I don't think it was a, a one specific thing other than I'm just going to say that word again, focus, um, stay focused on, on the task that you're doing for this month and don't let shiny objects distract you. Jeff's really big on like shiny objects. Cause they always come in, right? Oh, what about this crazy idea? I got this idea. What about this? He's like, shut up. Don't do that. Just stick to what you're doing. And so over the course uh, last December, I think we're coming up soon in a few months to two years with two brain. I, th- I think in December, 2018, we signed on over the course of those two years, we just started like singular focus. How do we grow our membership? Um, let's work on our staff. We'd looked at our staff and how do we develop staff? How do, how do, do we have enough staff? Do we have the bandwidth to do all of these things that we want to do? Um, and so we, we, we kept shifting areas probably, and this isn't exact, but probably every like two to four months, we would kind of shift into another area. We'd get one area going really well, and then we'd pull off and we'd shift to another area and that would focus really well. And then we would start developing our staff playbook so that we could reiterate whatever we were learning back to the staff. They knew where to look and how to look there and how to be trained on it. Um, and it, all the pieces just slowly started to fall into place. 
and, and once once the training for the staff was there, once we hired a, a CSM to help us take care of all this backlogging of administrative work that we didn't even know how to do, we hated doing it. We didn't want to do it. Um, and she was more than happy to take that on, to become a part of it, to buy into what we were doing. Yeah, things started to flow. Like we started, Ash and I started fighting ourselves from certain positions that we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Like hired a cleaner right off the bat, hired a CSM to take care of the administrative work right off the bat. Um, have coaches doing coaching, like thinking that I needed to be in the driver's seat coaching the classes 100% of the time. And, you know, then you, you cause burnout and you're no good anymore when you're burnt out. So I, I think keeping focus on small, simple tasks um, until they start working well enough that you can pass them off to somebody else, then it allows you to focus on another small, simple task of a little bit higher value. And eventually the Lego blocks kind of fall into place and the tower gets a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And we start going from the red into the green. Um, I don't have my numbers in front of me, but probably we were in the red in December when we signed on with Tubring and probably by March or April, we were out of it. And then it's been consistent since then. We've been making profit wow. since like three or four months with Tubring. And I don't have the exact numbers here, but like I said before, like we were five to seven grand a month in debt before we, before we even signed on. Hmm. And, and you, you've hit some challenges along the way. I mean, like COVID hits and then that kind of throws everything into disarray. What were the, like the biggest challenges you faced over this time period and how did you sort of deal with them? It's a funny question because the challenges that used to be really big aren't anymore. Um, you learn along the way, like we, we lose a coach and I would like lose my mind being like, Oh my God, how am I going to come back from this? How am I going to, how am I going to find somebody? How am I going to hire a new coach to put somebody in this position? And now like a year and a half, almost two years later, we just lost another coach and like didn't even blink an eye. Like the ball is just rolling because we've set the systems in place to be able to deal with what those are. COVID was rough. I think it was rough for everybody. Um, We, as challenging as it was, and as small as it was, we still profited through COVID. The numbers weren't staggering by any stretch. I'm not trying to brag at all because um, it was, wasn't was enough money to feed family, if you will. But we kept a profit margin um, through COVID. Um, and I think it was just through help of guidance, um, accountability, and focus. Staying on task with what you're supposed to do. Um, I, I don't know. There's not one single biggest struggle that we've that we've gone through. I think it all comes back to it's internal. It's me, right? I struggle with my perception of what's happening at the moment and my capabilities of being able of being able to deal with it. I've really worked on me and my beliefs and like getting to a place that I've instilled confidence in myself that I'm able to deal with whatever situation comes. Cause if all of my staff leave tomorrow. Does that mean my business is going to crumble? No, it's going to suck, but we'll figure it out. Right. Um, and so COVID like COVID showed Ashley and I a lot of that where like the world is crumbling. Things are difficult. People are leaving by the day in terms of members. How do we overcome this? How do we deal with it? Um, and you do, you figure it out. Now we're now it's September. It's not March anymore. Going into October. 
um, maybe a second wave's coming, but we're so much more prepared to deal with whatever comes down the pipeline through through just self-reflection, like through understanding that it's going to be okay. And if you want to be in business, you've got to get used to doing things that are difficult and to rising to the occasion and to solving problems you do not know how to fix. Mm-hmm. And it comes with like having a community surrounding you uh, of people that you can lean on to ask questions because someone else has done it before. Uh, and if they haven't, like COVID, we're all going through it together. So let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll get back to the show right after this. Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Forever Fierce. Reach out to them to sell more apparel or retail items. Matt Albrizio and his team will save you time with templates. They'll provide ideas and tell you what's selling best, and they'll supply marketing material and pre-order sheets. If you want to get serious about apparel and retail, visit foreverfierce.com. You you didn't have a business background before. Would you say that in developing more confidence in running a business, there are aspects of it that you actually enjoy that surprise you like that you didn't think you would enjoy hmm. yeah for sure i love running i love running a business i love it uh i'm a it's like sales or marketing or like some other aspect of it like more appealing to now or sales it, or marketing like, um <laughs> it, it's 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 leadership i love leading i love leading the yeah. team and, and inspiring uh my team and my community to lift themselves up and to become the best version of themselves. Um, I love doing that through coaching. I love doing it through fitness. I love doing it through just chats that we have. Um, one of my favorite things that I do, um, we call it, uh, we call it ninja school. It's the HTC program, um, that two brain has. And, uh, our best coaches have come from our ninja school. And, um, it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, even as a CEO now, I'll continue to to do that role just because I love it. I love I love teaching our vision and teaching our mission and spreading that to everybody within the community. Um, so yeah, um, sales or marketing aren't my two favorite things in the world. Um, it's the it's yeah it's leadership. Uh, it's connecting with the members. Um, on a one-on-one basis and helping to build those, build those relationships. So maybe it is a bit of both of those sales and marketing, especially when I'm out trying to acquire new clients or meeting new business owners, um, Mm -hmm. to help, to help improve the business and how we can help improve each other, creating partnerships. Yeah. I'm really enjoying those things. And the biggest thing is like the challenge, like what's the challenge today that I can, that we can figure out and overcome. And I just find on a consistent basis that my skill set is constantly improving. It's constantly getting better. And I'm constantly falling in love with things that I didn't even know about six right. months ago, a year ago, two years ago. Um, there's always something new with being an entrepreneur that comes mm-hmm. down the pipeline. Um, and it's all like, it's all related. It all relates to one another. And the more we understand that, the more I've learned to love um, running the business in its in its entirety and for everything that is uh, staff comes with a challenge instead of getting upset about whatever it is you just take the time to think about it uh, and try and solve the issue opposed to make it a problem mm-hmm. um, you're no longer operating on a deficit as you said so what do you think is the main thing that kind of ter- righted that ship when it came to your profitability was it developing like a staff playbook and kind of refining that or was it some other aspect um, honestly I think it was like I think a lot of it had to do with um, paying attention to my metrics and paying attention to the numbers coming in, the numbers going out. 
um, the, like so our cash flow, the money coming in, money going out, and then like all of our sales metrics, like how many how many people did we acquire this month? Because it used to be I don't know. We just jumped from this number to that number. I don't know how many we came in, and I don't know how many left. I, I didn't pay zero attention to it uh, before Tubring. So focusing on the numbers and managing the numbers, it, it took me a few months to get a, a, a enough of a grasp on it to have a good enough understanding about how to even manage it. Um, mm-hmm because that just filters out to everything else. What are our numbers? Okay, they're not good. How do we solve this issue? And, and what can we stop spending money on? What can we stop dumping money into? How much do I actually need to coach so that I can focus on other areas of the business to try to help to grow it? And what can we actually afford for me not to be in that seat right now so that I can focus on sales, focus on no sweat intros, focus on running some marketing or whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything obviously came into play, but I think the biggest thing was understanding what our numbers actually were on a month to month basis that helped to like turn the light switch on that. Like you need, you need to change, you know, you need to make a change, but you never understood why I needed to. Um, yeah. so once we, once we grabbed a hold of those things, I, it really helped, um, perpetuate the pendulum to just keep swinging further and further. Mm-hmm. The dashboard comes in handy. The dashboard's amazing. We didn't have the dashboard when I started. We used a big sheet. Um, that was all we had. And the big sheet was great. And then the dashboard came along and the roadmap is just like, it's mind blowing. It's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's amazing. I wish we had the roadmap when I started on day one. Yeah. It was just a little different, right? It wasn't as yeah. laid out as it is and it wasn't as clear as it is. We had lots of direction and we knew where to go. But the road, the, the roadmap and the dashboard are two essential tools that I don't care what business you're in, everybody needs them. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest benefit you've derived from working with your mentor? Um, the accountability is huge. The tr- trust, trust and accountability. It's like, we're not, I wasn't, for the first eight months, I wasn't, I wasn't honest with myself with how the business was. And I didn't even know where the business was. And then when we, when we started working with Jeff, um, we had to answer to somebody and it, it, it's like, it means a lot when you have to answer to somebody and when you have to present your numbers and when you can't hide them and when you know, you have to be honest. Um, and, and he was, he was amazing at establishing trust really early on, um, that we felt comfortable doing that and sharing all that information, um, because we knew that we needed it and the business needed it. Our kids needed it. Um, so those, we didn't have that before. I had like my father and my mom ran their own business. One of my best friends runs his own business. And we'd all have all these little like chats about what do you, what should you do here? What should you do there? It's not the same thing, right? When there's a third party who you don't really know, um, that's holding you accountable, uh, you're paying for it. (laughs) Um, so you, you feel like you need to do this thing uh it's like a psychological aspect of it right um but it jeff's been amazing he's been such a godsend to the business uh to us and like i had a call with him today and we probably talked about heart and hustle for about i don't know five minutes because that was what i needed today yeah that was what i needed to talk about and that's what keeps me going that's what fires me up to continue driving the business forward and he knows that he can recognize that like he keeps the focus in an area and i know i have homework every week that i need to get these things done before the call and it it keeps me focused on these singular things 
that help. I've seen it now, right? Being almost two years in, we've seen them drive the business forward. And it can be something so small, so small. It's like, you need to start running an ATC program. Uh, okay, cool. We'll modify it. We'll make it our own. We'll put our own magic into it. And now I've got like a wait list of coaches. <laughs> when I need a coach, I just pull off the wait list. Come on in. We've got interns that are working around the clock. And it's like, it's amazing. You don't even have to yeah. think about it. Awesome. Stress gone. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just one tiny area. So yeah, the, the, the trust that you have in, for us anyways, the trust that we have in, in Jeff um, is massive. And then it allows us to hold up our end of the accountability. Um, and the business deserves it. My children deserve it for us to be held accountable, to take action towards our specific goals, whatever they are. Um, yeah, those are the two biggest things we've gained. What are you most looking forward to when it comes to heart and hustle and looking into your future? I'm most looking forward to, um, this is a tough one for me. It's a bit emotional, but um, to quit the fire department um, and start to create more of a limitless lifestyle for my family and my children. Um, we want to spend our, we want to spend our life traveling around the world and giving our children all kinds of experiences. Um, myself, my wife and our kids. And um, yeah, we see great things in the future for heart and hustle. If we continue on the path and um, I always wanted a business that was automated. I just never knew exactly what that actually meant. <laughs> so um there's a lot of automations that are happening right now. And as the business continues to grow and uh, not physically being there, I'm at my cottage right now, for example, um, and things are still working back home. So yeah. to be able to um, start to have freedom in all the areas in our life where we need the freedom in order to do, to have the freedom of travel, the freedom of time that we want to explore those things. Um, yeah. We need a bit more of all of those things in order to, for me to quit the fire department, um, especially the business has only been around for two years. Um, but yeah, so we're super, super happy and excited to have a plan driving forward to create this lifestyle that, uh, that we've always wanted that our parents may not agree with, but we right. know it's the right path for us, right? It's your perfect day though. It's our perfect day. That's right. Yeah. It's our perfect day for sure. Thanks so much for chatting with me today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I love sharing our story and what we've gone through. So yeah, it's great. Good chat with you too. Take care. Thanks. Tiff. That was Tiffy Thompson on Two Brain Radio. If you currently work with Two Brain, ask yourself, what would it take to win this award next year? Then take action. And if you don't work with us yet, be sure to join the Facebook group, Gym Owners United, where you'll find advice from Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper. Every day, he'll tell you how to improve your business for free. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. Subscribe for new episodes every Monday and Thursday.